0: (laughs) Your politicians don't love you. Let's talk about it. Hello, my name is Kim, and you're listening to The Shadow, The Shadow, The 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 Shadow. Hi, my name is Kim, and I am your host on the In the Shadows podcast. I'm also the editor and the producer, what have you, I do it all. Happy Valentine's Day! Shout out to the besties, my besties. Some of my friends have pointed out to me that I have a lot of surprisingly conservative views. We have way more conversations in the outside world. This subject is one I've been wanting to do for a long time, though, so I'm really happy that I got the opportunity to do so. I got some organizations down in the description below. Please be sure to read up on all the organizations and what we donate and where they are located apparently i've been compared to the likeness of classically abby but i can explain my views and i'm not fucking delusional people can actually agree with the world i'm talking about i do have conservative values if you can say that but this episode is going to explain it so my motives aren't to be questioned i mean you can still question my motives what i mean is this is where i'm coming from this is the perspective that i have taken i love women i love men i love people i'm also catholic and that's been something i've been raised in if i could Rearrange the whole of society, it would ironically be more religiously dedicated. But here's how that would actually work I want our society to be less dedicated to money and power and world domination. I want to refocus our resources on prosperity and abundance, starting from motherhood, if motherhood is the choice. Some people don't want to be an incubator, that's their business. But if they choose to be a parent, there needs to be a foundation and a healthy environment for the child to be brought up into. First, and foremost, the household needs to be stress-free. I think overall, this is an everybody issue. As a group of people, it would be best if we take the approach that any child might go through personal hardship because the parents don't have the resources. The mother being unhoused with no childcare, moreover, no health care in general, food insecurity, allowing people to make decisions towards higher probabilities of crime. Let's make sure no one goes homeless in this country. We have more houses than people. Putting essential resources behind a paywall creates a barrier of entry for everybody. Imagine having nothing. We all have the potential of poverty happening to us, so creating a floor will eliminate most of the most common reactions we're seeing. Being homeless, we don't even need to bring up a reference. We know intrinsically that being homeless will kill most, if not all, people, especially children. For the people in my faith, this is what's actually killing babies, not the independent decisions of a fully conscious and fully autonomous person. That clump of cells is like ordering a subscription. Sometimes we gotta cancel it. Just because our bodies can produce children doesn't mean it has to. With
1: that logic, I guess many of my own faith are okay with older men <laughs> and molesting children in the brackets of development and maturity, just because the person can have
0: a baby. Just because the person can have a baby doesn't mean I'm forcing everyone to do it. It's a life-changing, life-altering decision. Supposed pro-life decisions don't sit right with my soul. It's a gift from God, so honey, you can return the gift and ask for it later. Some women have to send the package back until they are in a stable place to have that package to be received. That, to me, is pro-life the survival of every potential parent, so that if they happen to get pregnant, they can look around and say, abortion isn't really a decision I'd have to make. I'm good. I got enough help and stability to bring a child into this world. Imagine, I see abortion as extending the life expectancy of anyone wanting to be a parent or not. For those who aren't aware, having a child under the conditions of tremendous stress and anxiety, some people, with depression especially, having a child will exasperate whatever you feel like you can't take care of or is not in your control in the now. It's important that the mother is taken care of. So with that being said, universal basic income is necessary. Oh, I've tried having these conversations with self-proclaimed pro-lifers. Y'all sound fucking delusional. Wanting everyone to have kids, but never thinking twice about how the fuck that's going to happen, how we don't have that kind of environment and they do not fight for that kind of environment I want abortion to go down too. Not being completely inaccessible because, again, medical decisions between the patient and doctor doesn't involve me or what I want for them. Just extending the mother's life expectancy will help the child tremendously. I just want abortion to go down. That's something we have a common goal in. The odds will fuck you. I guess you haven't been poor enough to realize that. Anywho, we don't have an environment that can foster that kind of growth within our communities. Making it illegal and damning everyone who's ever had sex? Not helpful. This whole purity culture that we have? Look at Alabama. Look at Tennessee.
1: Look at Louisiana. Look at all of the health disparity in the poorest parts of our country. They're also the reddest parts of our country. The most uneducated parts of our country.
0: Either the pro-lifers don't have sex and they want everyone to be just as miserable as they are, or they're fucking like unseasoned chicken and they don't see the appeal in having sex outside of procreation, that's for their asexual. But asexuals and other people in the sex-adverse category don't make their lives our standards. They don't say, it's for you too, so I don't have a problem with ace people. I'm only seeing people in my faith bracket go out of their ways to tell us about their bad sex lives.
1: Hey Ben Shapiro. You're the one who said you don't arouse your wife, and y'all do not have sexual relations outside of making kids. I'd hate to be as miserable and uninteresting as you. You may have all the money, but to me you're a failure. You're a failure in faith and in morality. You have no integrity. You're just a corporate daddy's little mouth slut, paid to say something to get them off the hook. I know who pays you, and for that, I'm simply a better person. See you in hell. Or not. It's not my place to determine.
0: I've already reconciled with that. Have you? Also, if the country is politically moving towards a space that really wants everyone to have kids so bad, medical care needs to be universal and cheap as fuck. Bringing a child into this world is dangerous, especially in this country. I've seen the statistics of how race affects health outcomes for black parents and white parents in almost every factor. Dental vision and therapy, on top of general health insurance included. Healthy parents means a healthy baby, and a healthy family overall means a healthier society, no matter the race. Saying we have a falling birth rate and championing no-fault divorces and emulating these false ideas of staying together through the thick of it. Some of y'all haven't had the shit piled on top of you until you can't breathe, and it shows. All of that does nothing to make having a child safer. We're keeping those same wanted children alive and healthy. Sounds like the people who keep bringing it up that we have a problem just want to say we have a problem. Oh, but what about the poor people who will take advantage and have a whole lot of babies? Foreigners and people you don't want to have kids. Just say you're a racist. This white replacement theory was started by the KKK, so it's an old white racist conspiracy. Then it was revitalized as the fear of immigrants rose in the 1990s. Most immigrants come from Europe, and many arrive here on planes. Also, way more people have been brought to the U.S. from their home countries due to the economic collapse of their country and the U.S.'s involvement in their political powers. Afghanistan. Palestine. Economically
1: fucked by America. So if you want to blame immigration on anyone else, blame it on your own country. People
0: who don't look at how many white people are born in the world, let alone this country, say stupid shit like that, not knowing that since 1865, black and brown people have been massacred to ensure that never happens. Native Americans have had their wealth ripped out of their hands. Like the Lakota tribe? We've had a whole movie about that. Leonardo DiCaprio was starring in it. And this was a real event. We're not gonna bring up all of the other race massacres that you want to hide. Hide from the history books because we'll search for them and there will be countless hundreds of towns listed new policies meant never allowing native people to grow their own economy if you look at the tribes now and they've been here for centuries they've been here since the beginning of America how can we have New York and Atlanta LA in all of huge cities and in that same time have reservations that still look like clearly there's been a lot of put upon these reservations so they can stay in these small groups and have no economic movement for any of their people. Clearly they've been cut out from a lot of white economic powers, like black communities have. Mexican natives from New Mexico to Texas essentially getting raided because America bought the rest of America from fucking Napoleon like he owned that shit. Manifest Destiny not only destroyed the buffalo and the wolf population, did we honestly think native people had small tents and small tribes? They had cities and towns and elected officials like we in the black community have. All of the biggest, blackest towns were bombed so that we, black people, will always be subjected to white economic powers, not allowing us to vote, and having our means of self-determination only being accessible in white-only spaces and places. We didn't get the ability to vote till 1969. Hey, sorry, editing Kim here. Um, 1965 was when we had our right to vote, so I was four years off but that didn't really matter because like we still needed a lot of protection in order to do so. So 1969 was the first time we were doing elections without being I don't know followed and harassed. Take it or leave it. But even then, it was too late. We could only rely on white-run government powers because the people in the past, some great-grandparents, some grandparents, voted, volunteered, and participated in our subjugation. It took people going to our towns to burn it down and those people going back to their towns and having kids. It took people going out to the Midwest to kill all of those Native Americans and put them in reservations to go back to have kids. They have kids. Those kids are you. It took people to go over into these black public schools and underfund them, and mind you, Most of them were federal paid people. This was a federal paid project. So clearly targeting a whole bunch of people, these clear policies in which you white people like to completely ignore and we're completely overlooking how this affected us. Talk about calling an entire population out of this mythical fear that we will outnumber the white people who made it their lives work to keep us in their cities and towns. So run us the check. We need to pay these long overdue debts. I think now is about the best time that we have an ad break. Things are getting a little intense but it's not like all of my episodes are not like that I kind of get to the point. I don't like beating around the bush. The bush has been beaten before Anywho, I would like to shout out this organization. This church is doing all of the work that I would like to represent more often in our communities. First call on Jesus then contact Seed Time and Harvest They have restoration group homes for men and women. Uh, They don't charge any intake fees. They are a 501c3 non-profit outreach, and they greatly appreciate and accept any donations. Cash, automobiles, clothes, houses, food, etc. Whatever you can, just donate to this organization. They are organized to help people get off the streets, get off of drugs, get therapy, and stay in permanent housing like I've wanted for people to do. The best way you can donate to them is through their cash app. So that's the cash sign, Grace777P. That's right, that cash app is Grace777P. Oh, and their PO box is in Birmingham, Alabama, 35201. P.O. Box 753 if you want to donate from anywhere in the country. Not only are they praying for you to get better, they are helping you to get better because prayer can only take you so far. Restoration, group homes for men and women, and this is what I want to see more often in our church organizations. I want to see more restoration projects like Jesus has taught us. Mind you, their headquarters are in Birmingham, Alabama, so they've come far and wide to come over here and just impress me. So I just want to shout them out as this as this little ad break. In all honesty, I hope more people donate to this church and more people go to this church and help the people who need help the most. thank you guys so much for listening to this little ad break. we will get back to the show. speaking of houses, why give house if can't pay bills? enough money to cover the bills and then some would be fantastic for any family that wants to start a family. and everyone else, really. living comfortably is living outside of the state of survival. why are we telling each other that that's a luxury? affording food and rent is not a luxury. Luxury. It's not a flex to be able to pay all of your bills with two weeks paycheck. That should be a standard for all of us. Universal basic income should come in when you can't cover enough To the point where your partner and you can have enough time to take care of each other, and have enough time to take care of baby, and have enough time to go to church. That is the duty of the country we live in, right? So let's put our money where our mouth is. Some say the country doesn't work for you. You work for the country. Okay, then. This country is no longer entitled to my taxes. I'm okay with no one paying their taxes if we truly are picked out from the bunches of private communities to do what's necessary, what our country requires of us, um, without due compensation don't ask for no one's portion of our taxes. But if my taxes are required, much like our participation in this country, I want to pick where my taxes go. No one should fund wars they did not sign up to fund. Personally, I don't agree with Israel. But to be honest, Ukrainians I agree with. Ukraine is currently being fucked over by Russia. Why are they coming to Ukraine? There is no reason for that. Even Putin isn't giving a good enough reason as to why he's invading Ukraine. None of the justifications that he has is warranted all of this death and destruction in a fully developed nation. But I've read a lot of arguments on the subject of the Palestinian genocide. That's what it is. It's a genocide. How do I feel about Hamas and um, President Netanyahu? Netanyahu is involved in terrorizing his own country to further this into what he'd like to call a war. There have been financial ties between him and other organizations that then... It's alleged, it's alleged, but I'm side-eyeing hard. The fact that there are allegations and evidence to say that is reason enough that I do not support him or anyone who supports that Even if that's not the case, let me remind you that during Nazi Germany's reign, the Jewish people at the time, I wouldn't blame them for fighting for their freedom, every chance they got. They knew that it was fight or die. The Jewish people in Europe and in Germany didn't line up and walk into those horrid conditions willingly. There were local resistance movements in Italy, in France, all over Europe. Jewish people united all over. Much of the 1910s up until World War II, however, was incredibly hostile towards Jewish people in nearly every region. It was was a collective failure of all United Nations members to completely overlook that kind of political aggression towards anyone just because they don't like how they talk to God. All of Western culture has failed Jewish people. A couple of distinctions we have to make, however, when we look at this. By the way, nuance is key. For the conversation, for the conservatives, people who like to call themselves conservatives among us, to overlook that there are people in a concentration camp. If a country has a concentration camp, it's doing Nazi shit. Oh, but Hamas retaliated. It's one concentration camp. I don't live in the conditions that they live under, and you don't know what it's like to be targeted by the country that you don't live in. Britain created Israel and made Palestine a state in 1922. The Zionist movement was nothing but a rich, white, Catholic, Christian, and Jewish movement that said it's alright to displace and kill and subject a whole group of essentially native people of the land. God said it was okay. wash my hands in the holy
1: water and eat my little wafers and make myself feel good.
0: The streets of Jerusalem is lined in the blood of Palestinian men, women, and children. The Holy Land has been tainted with the blood of victims, not the blood of Christ. So with that, I'm not going to the Middle East. That doesn't even make me feel closer to God. I don't believe in going back to the Holy Land to feel closer to God. I feel like if I went back to the Holy Land, I would perpetrate exactly what the Palestinian people are experiencing, with the Israeli government continuously pushing them out of what the Israeli government would like to consider the Holy Land. It's picky choosy, like a lot of cherry-picking Bible thumpers. I wish to not associate myself with y'all, and I wish to associate myself with a better and much more inclusive Bible. I know how I feel about a lot of political situations because I do my research. I'm also a Catholic. God didn't make me dumb, stupid, and blind. God didn't make me blindly loyal to his people. I know I wasn't made to follow everything with the cross's stamp of approval. Someone made the stamp and approved a lot of regressive shit, and as a black American who's read my faith's history as well, I know how many would love to manipulate the word to commit atrocities. I'm not worried about the gays or the people who have abortion or trans people. I think I've made that abundantly clear. I know how to differentiate between personal life decisions. Sometimes God teaches you a lesson on humanity through other people. Most is not for me, nor is it meant for me. My lane is my lane, but when it comes to causing life-altering damages to entire families while representing God, Mmm, doesn't sit right with me. Not associating that with my faith. How does it make me closer to God by dehumanizing everyone around me and myself on top of that? How does it make sense to ruin a life in the name of God? What answers would I have for him then?
1: I thought this is what you wanted! If you didn't want me to do that, you should have made it clear in the Bible!
0: So saying I do this hurtful thing because a verse in the Bible, a priest maybe 500 years ago, mistranslated from Latin, is crazy to follow. Especially since it creates this stagnant image or view of God. There's no difference between red and blue, especially when they all approve to use our taxes to turn Palestinian children into gas chamber victims. It's not a joke. When Zionist people are colonizers and Nazis, I'm being fascist. They're furthering the anti-semitic groups that say, SEE WE TOLD YOU THEY WERE EVIL. Every group has their insular organizations, propagandists of white supremacy, and in the Jewish community it's no different. Candace Owens and the black community. Uh-huh. That's why I'm making the distinction between Zionists, people who believe they are entitled to the Holy Land, strong-arming entire governments to fund their bullshit genocide for bullshit reasons, and Jewish people of Jewish faith. Anyway, Free Palestine. I guess this is our second break. These are organizations that I would like to prop up because they're doing a lot in Gaza, specifically, um, and in Palestine. Overall, UNICEF and the World Central Kitchen organization. They have helped a lot of people get a lot of food straight to Gaza. And UNICEF have helped a lot of children get medicine and medical care especially with all the bombings especially with all of the gunfire and the airstrikes like there are people going in to help people who are currently in this concentration camp boots on the ground and there is also a ceasefire the world health organization is trying to push as much as possible but i hmm, i hope other people actually listen to them because the last time the who spoke was because um we were going through this pretty fun thing called covid and well at least the far right organizations who wanted to kill their entire entire population the world health organization are an international organization that is trying to help at least you know but these two i've donated to unicef before back when bts was doing a lot of fundraising yep that's right i'm a stan but anywho huh i'm glad to see that unicef is doing something but i thought they're a little too spread thin if you know what i mean but luckily they're getting a lot of funding so if you want to donate to these international organizations by all means they're in the description below i will continue to donate to them Alright, back to the show again. At the moment, I'd like 50% of my taxes to go to permanent housing and 50% of my taxes to go towards universal health care. If we can house the homeless, they can start being a more productive part of our society. It's unsafe when people are homeless. Creating hostile architecture makes me hate the city. It looks ugly. Why not dedicate our city infrastructure and city improvement money to getting people off the streets and keeping them off the streets without resorting to aggressive tactics? Creating homeless people no zones? Those ideas don't treat the Problem? They just move them into the shadows, under the overpass, in abandoned lots. Safer streets, easier access to medical care, guaranteed housing, and maybe a much better mental health asylum system for severe cases. A safety for all going through life, honestly. As of currently, what's causing millions of Americans to be in poverty today is healthcare related underfunding issues. If we didn't have such a high paywall, people wouldn't be between being healthy enough to go to work and sacrificing time at work to have enough time to get back to full health, but the back draw is that you'll be in so much financial debt that it may be impossible to go back to work. It's not a good thing to say, it would have been better if we died. It seems like too many people are saying that after looking at the bill. And I mean everyday Americans. Not your politicians, they don't have a bill. Not the richest people in America, they don't get a fucking bill. They get what they think is pennies to the dime. And even then they have great health insurance that overcharges your everyday life for them, Jeff Bezos, to go to a hospital for whatever. A universal healthcare would just allow people to go into a clinic first before they have to go to extreme and go to hospitals because of pneumonia and lymphoma and other infections that we can really treat at the clinical level if we catch it early. Our society is built on making sure things fester before we actually take care of it and then it costs way more to take care of our problems. Investing more into facilities that are built to build our community up, like education and recreational third places, is incredibly necessary. More local farmers markets would do our so much better than another fucking publics. Our politicians, the people we keep putting into power, are only preparing us for failure. They don't live next to us or participate in our communities meaningfully enough to know any of the problems that we have. That's why we have such a huge disconnect. They're simply too rich to have those problems, so they don't think about those problems. I know where the three biggest prisons in my city are and the city mayors who approved of those projects. I did my research on my own community, on my own community leaders. All of this before we flip blue. Republicans approved to build those prisons and denied any more resources to go to schools with a rising black population. It's clear as day. They put a lot of money into those schools back when the black population was less than 10%. I'm not giving y'all the town that I live in, but what I can say is here's a little bit of homework. Search up your communities from the years of nineteen. 70s up to 2015 or maybe even this year, Um, do some compare and contrast about how many prisons were in your city How many schools were in your city? How many schools were built in your city and what were the populations of those schools and how many times they were cut of funding? It should all be accessible from your county records from a lot of government-ran websites Like the pattern is very clear at least to me because I've I've covered the data So I know I'm not stupid. Governor Brian Kemp, you know, the one who won the a state election for governor against Stacey Abrams, Governor Kemp just approved plans for a 320 million dollar prison outside of Savannah, Georgia, and two more 600 million dollar prisons this February, this February 2nd in Black History Month. Um, yeah, Georgia has one of the largest prison systems outside of Texas and Louisiana, all using our tax dollars, by the way. I want to fund our public schools and raise the pay of our teachers and staff. That's what really deters the rise in crime. Not only that, but making it free and accessible to anyone who applies. We're not dumb enough to cut out donations to schools, but if we start looking whites-only, then that's where we should start intervening.
1: Out of protection of the white people creating another far-right white supremacist echo chamber.
0: We wouldn't want
1: that. They'll turn fascist if we left them alone in their white-only spaces.
0: I'm looking at you, Ivy League schools across America, arguing against affirmative action while also being a school that only admits less than 10% black people. You look stupid. Even more delusional. Given that we don't know how to utilize our own politics effectively or efficiently because we don't focus on what's important to teachers schools. I haven't used trigonometry outside of high school. Our education system needs its own episode. I'll leave this as my less elaborated statement on this. Raise the teacher's pay. Why are we so much more invested in making environments in which people are stuck in poverty? Not being able to vote should not be a suitable punishment by any means, and that disproportionately affects black people. I know who made the policies for that. Did you know that it doesn't take much to get a felony? Like, it's surprisingly easy when you're poor. All it takes is one, economic shift to the left or right. And I mean, inflation, not politics. Powerful shifts in our politics often shows how our economy has been flopping like a fish out of water. We're suffering from the worst inflation rates since the Great Depression. So many people are moving into tiny houses. This economy is unstable and has no safety net. It doesn't sit right with my soul to see people dying in the streets. I can give a little here and there, but I too am not on stable grounds despite our family having a house. It wasn't always like this. It's like a snake moving between two vertical lines. We were well on the upstream, but very easily our economy might move us out again. Many of us remember months without warm water, but still looking our best for school because if we lose the house, that means bad credit. Apartment hop trying to keep your life together and some people don't get out. There is no getting lucky. Dad got a promotion and moved to a different place and mom got promotion and we got more opportunity despite having no college funds. For most of my family outside of the immediate, this wasn't the case. This was apartment hop. The bad school districts cutting funding The feeling of the cops, are sharks, and mountain lions. One wrong move and one cop on one bad day, on a day you're trying to survive, will either ruin your life or kill you outright. It ain't living. I've lived with how deep down poverty breaks you. As a person. It's... Easier to repeat patterns you've learned because it's where you've come from. You don't realize that until you're 20, making your own decisions and your own money, regurgitating the same bullshit you've heard from your side, never looking down to see who had to fall for me to make it. I refuse to be a loser among everyone who has lost because they didn't have what I got. I wonder, even for myself, what I would have achieved if education was free. Even if I do make it on top, despite where I come from, there could have been much better from even lower. So bring everyone up. Let's really see who's the best most republicans or conservatives whatever you want to call them they're not republicans they just took over the party and they're not conservatives they just call themselves that it's a smokescreen some conservatives would like to align themselves with that the republican party is not full of republicans anymore because i don't think they want what they say they want they just want us to walk with them so they can kick us down the hill once they got to where they want to go there are a lot of conservatives who vote democrat whoever these violent people are are obviously manipulating the rest of the group the very concentrated highly aggressive type Mostly because like after Roe v. Wade was overturned, I saw a lot of Republicans throw their hands up and they're like, What the fuck is this? And now they're encroaching on my freedoms. Like, what is this? Well, if you vote Republican now, you want more of your private life to be looked at, and you want your kids' genitalias to be looked at so they can join Little League Softball. The party that is in place now shifted the directions to only represent the wealthiest people in the country, not Midwestern Republican, I'm scared of trans gay icons. They don't represent you. They don't give a damn about your thoughts. They just using you for their momentum. Some people are just going to hear me speak and go, Hey, why are you attacking the party I align myself with? I'm not a Democrat, but I will vote for democracy. It was Trump supporters at the White House while Mike Pence did the right thing in transferring power. Not all Republicans, but wow, every one of those violent Trump supporters are red. So um, if you align yourself with them now, you're warranted the side eye. We can have brilliant people who first figured out how to survive, then live. Cut out the struggle. I want to see how many brilliant people we actually have. Who really is the best? It's worth nothing to us to create these false ideas that some people are just born to be good at anything because of access. I refuse to be a winner of a losing game. So if the competition can't eat, buy the uniform, can't afford the competition fees that are required for the race, king of the losers. King of the system-cheating rich losers. That's not a flex. That would make me morally bankrupt loser too. I think it's time for our last ad break. And it's funny because uh, this would be considered a crime to be promoting a group that is mostly for human rights. Donate at feministcenter.org backslash donate. Across America, they held clinics in every state. Their clinical services are for a lot of people, men and women alike, their centers. Provides a range of reproductive health care service. They're the intersectional feminists. I put my trust behind, I heard them speak. I went to the feminist rallies. They were very inclusive. Remember, donate. Feministcenter.org backslash donate. Back to the last part of this very long podcast episode. Criminals, gang members, murderers, child anything crimes. I mean, I draw a line. I'm also a realist here. Child anything crimes warrants a death penalty up to, I guess, high school. That's where I'm getting a lot more interesting feedback. So I'm putting the cutoff there, but death penalty, nonetheless, there are so many ways I can elaborate on that. Just because I wish that people have the means to change their starting point in life doesn't mean I'm not tough on crime by any means. I support the death penalty to some extent, but this is an episode for another day. When we go in depth on the the. criminal justice system. The criminal justice system is already rife with a lot of problems, but with the subject of who I'd want dead aside, no matter the reason the crime was committed, in many cases such as those of false and extreme imprisonment, which happens a lot more, again, to poor black and brown people, the criminal justice system first targets you for being poor, then targets you for being black and brown, or an immigrant, and that's before they even look at the crime in question. Black people are twice as likely to be arrested, and 20.4 percent more likely to be given harder sentences for longer due to financial disparities and racial profiling. The US Sentencing Commission takes up data of every prison from federal to state and makes its findings public. Look it up. It's a government organization obligated to transparency and accurate representation of data collecting. And I like to read. Learning about the law needs to be a public broadcasting channel thing. I know my Miranda rights. I also know of Megan's law. Thanks, Megan. I know I can sue any corporation for harmful practices that may be to me, or my community. You know, the McDonald's coffee lawsuit. There should be accurate representation of how our public and local facilities foster self-governance. I like criminal minds and all. It's a great source of entertainment, but I truly don't see any benefit for a large majority of Americans not knowing what the laws in their states or counties is. Lack of knowledge of what laws are on the books literally was the biggest reason the black community couldn't use many of our same tools white people use to actualize their futures. Just because we have a few success stories doesn't mean the system is working. The fact that there are so few in positions of power who started where I am now shows a greater pattern of a different system at play. One where meritocracy is what we're asking for but not where we're moving towards. That by all merits, it doesn't matter unless you have money. Who did you have to exploit, walk on, and stomp down to get where you are? Even from where I stand, I don't think I'm absolved. Most of the people in my family benefit from the military and the cutthroat environment of the medical field. Pretty sure people have failed in one way or another because because my family chose hell or high water, we will not lose. From a young age, I was always made aware of the instability of our economy and that it really does take one slip up. Just one, and boom, you're in poverty and the only way to survive may be considered a crime in one way or another. Anywho, thank you guys so much for joining me on this very long conversation this Valentine's Day. This episode was a long time coming. I've always hated how we overcomplicated these necessary conversations. You guys can join the controversial conversation in the The Shadows Facebook, or just email me in the link tree down below. All of the organizations that I have made ad breaks for will be in the description as well. By all means, donate, donate! I'm well aware I'm speaking from a place of somewhat financial privilege. I mean, even when I haven't been to college, I'm still working at a place and living with both of my parents. There's just a lot I can't do, but that doesn't mean I'm doing nothing and turning a blind eye. So, with what I've got, I will say all that I can say until my words change the world. This has been your host, Kim, and I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Join us next time on the In the Shadows podcast.